0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Caregiver Speak. I am your host Marjorie Pat and I'm the founder of MyCaregivingCoach.com. Our show is supported by ECareDiary.com, and we, our uh, partners, our two websites in supporting caregiver wellness. So please take a look uh, at both websites for a lot of uh, information for you and your care partner. On our July 28th show, we uh, returned to the practice of palliative care because it has been such a confusing area of medicine and health. And our aim uh, was and is to demystify it and to show that palliative care can just be anything that provides your family with comfort and a higher quality of life, um, particularly for people who might have chronic pain. Um, so, Dr. Guenari, uh, who was a guest on that show and is again today, uh, pointed out that finding the right option for you and developing a higher quality of life for your, you and your family, that's the key, and that it's pretty easy to find out there. Today, we have a very specific example of how one family finds comfort and purpose and quality of life with a pet, and you may have heard toots there in the background uh, just a moment ago, and you'll hear more from toots, I'm sure. So today, our topic is Palliative Care. I'm joined by Dr. John Garnieri,
1: um
0: who is uh, the past president
1: um, of staff at Florida Hospital
0: and is currently director and chairman of Healthcare and Spirituality at Florida Hospital. Good
2: afternoon, Marjorie. It's a pleasure being with you.
0: Oh, it's great to have you back again, Dr. G. And thank you again for introducing me to Kathy Heath, her dad, Jim Bailey, and their dog Toots.
2: It's a delight.
0: Happy to be here. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jim, yes?
3: I'm happy to be here. Well I'm, I'm delighted. To, I'm to be happy to be I'm happy to be any place.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I, I
0: should mention that Jim Bailey is ninety six years old and you know, he has he is a clever, witty guy and um he's got a great story at Toots, um, his and Kathy's dog, but more his dog, is a mixed oh, yeah. breed the soup poodle. And um, we're gonna hear about Toots in just a moment. I would uh, like to start with you, John Guinari. And I'd like for you to tell our audience why you think this family and Toots are so special.
2: Well, first of all, I've had the pleasure of knowing Kathy and her husband, Ned, uh, for over 35 years. And uh, uh, it's been more than a friendship. I think we could uh, actually consider ourselves family with each other. And of course, knowing uh, her mom and dad for many, many decades. Uh, Of course, we uh, also lived through Kathy's mom passing on a few years ago and also having challenges with dementia and living through that situation with them and how they evolved subsequent to uh, the demise of her mom uh, a few years ago. And and I think this story really evolves with how Jim – after being married for over 65 years, if I remember correctly, how he evolved from that standpoint. unbelievable story.
0: Well, thank you so much. And um, uh, Kathy, let me just turn to you a second and tell us about your family and what initiated your acquiring a dog in the first place.
1: Well, um, I would say that uh, actually, for for years, my dad was taking care of my mom um, with her Alzheimer's, and it required a lot of energy and love. And um, even while he was taking care of her, we thought a, a dog would be nice to sort of, um, you know, since they were at home, and um, it just wasn't something that he was at all interested in because all of his effort was really towards my mom. But after she died, um, he still just had all of this energy and vigor and love and nowhere to place it. So we're sitting around, and, and I said, what do you think about getting a dog? I really didn't anticipate his being so open to it right away. He said, yeah, let's do it. So um, so we actually we looked for months. And uh, we just couldn't find the right fit. Dad kept saying, the dog, I'll know the right dog. She will give me a big kiss on the lips. And sure enough, <laughs> after after two months, we went to the SPCA, and little Toots was in there, and she jumped up on his lap and gave him a big kiss, and that was it.
3: Yeah, that's the truth. That's, that's, the way, that's...
1: exactly the way it happened. I told Kathy, I said, Kathy,
3: the dog's gonna select me. So I don't and she selected me and Kathy said, Well let's not rush into this dad, you know. We got time to think about it. Let's go have a cup of coffee and this uh, decide whether we really want to do this. I said, No need to, Kathy. I've decided. I want the dog right now. So we oh, that got That is
0: that is just terrific. It was just intuition and instant love, right, Jim?
3: That's exactly. my the way. And, you know, uh, she's a she's a very lovable lovable dog, and I and I love her. I I heard the other day there is a test you can make to see if your dog loves you, if your dog or your wife loves you the most. And the test is you lock them both <laughs> in the trunk of your car, and close the lid and leave it for fifteen minutes. Then come back and open the lid on the back trunk of your car. You'll see who loves you the
1: most. (laughs) (laughs) Who gives you a big kiss
0: on the lips, right? And a big kiss on the lips. That's great. (laughs)
3: Anyway.
0: So, so, So listeners, you can tell that Jim has an amazing sense of humor so um, I'm curious Jim uh, what do you and folks like to do together I'm sure there's lots of stuff but what is it that you've discovered you both like to do together well uh, many of the times I
3: make the decisions but when she makes the decision we usually go to McDonald's and we get an ice cream cone oh. and and we get one one spoon and I carry a, a little plastic dish you know, in the car and I give her half of the cone in the dish, and I eat the other half.
2: And I hold the dish so it
3: doesn't wander around the car without licking it. But we finish it about the same time, and uh, she she loves that's an experience that she really enjoys very much, and I I kind of like it too.
0: Well, yeah, it sounds pretty good to me too. So how I'm just curious, how do you how do you know? that Toots wants to go get ice cream. I'm just curious. What does she do to let you know well, that? Well,
3: I can't. Well, that would be all the time, all the time <laughs> she gets up, uh, up in the morning. But we do communicate. Um, for instance, um, uh, a good example was originally uh, uh, in Orlando. She gets out, got out of her chair and came over to... To where I was sitting, she looks up at me with direct contact, and that means I have to get up, and I get up, and I follow her to the kitchen to the sliding glass door that leads on to the porch, and I open that, and she goes out into the yard out there, and I go back and sit in my chair, and she does what she needs to do out in the fenced-in yard. And then she came in, and we have a picnic table that has two separate benches, And somebody had pushed the benches under the table. She's used to jumping on a bench and then from there under the table. And many people think that's very um, bad that you let an animal jump on the table, but it's accepted in my house. So anyway, (laughs) she came in from the yard, and she walked all around the table and couldn't find out she didn't have a landing area to get up there. So she came back to the sliding door and made... Eye contact with me again, and eye contact means you got to do something. About this. <laughs>
0: yes. So
3: I went out there and I moved the benches, and she jumped really? up on the table. That's that's how we communicate. No, no, no. It's an eye, eye contact type of. I, just I to have to and figure out what you know what's on her mind. But usually she'll lead me in whatever Ooh. direction uh, wow. she needs me in. Oh.
0: Of course. Really? Of course. That, I mean, that is just great. So um, I know that she just makes you feel so good every day and a reason to, for yeah. loving life. And so how does she make you feel? I mean, that's maybe a tough question, but just what can you describe for us, Jim, what this wonderful animal that's really... A member of the family and almost a person. How does she make you feel?
3: Well, she just she's just good company, and um, uh, she likes a lot of attention. Uh, but she just well, first of all, she makes me feel wanted because mm-hmm. I, I do. Uh. I have to care for her. I have to feed her. Uh, I have to take her for a walk. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to work at it. I have to provide for her. And so I am needed. And that's that's a kind of a nice feeling that somebody depends on you. But uh, she sleeps with me on the bed. She has her own bed, but she doesn't sleep in her own bed all the time. Much of the night she will uh, push up against me well against my back just to make contact. And yeah, it's yeah. a really a wonderful feeling to to yeah, have a you nice little that animal you, that not you enough to see. do that. And she just just uh, and, and she'll
0: she'll give okay, me a kiss every once in a while just, just <laughs> spontaneously. <laughs> <coughs> that's wonderful. You know, yeah. what an amazingly wonderful answer to you know, we all need to feel wanted. And yeah. and so um, this is I mean this is so significant to have you know this wonderful person named Hoots who wants you and needs you every day and um, I think that's the best answer you could have ever given me how how yeah. long have you and Toots been together Jim
3: Well we've been together um, it's coming on to three years uh um, my wife died three, three years ago this month. And um, I, uh, up until then, <coughs> pardon me, I was busy uh, with her. Uh, and um, after she died, I was sitting there that by myself. So. And I was like, yeah, I'm lonely. I need to be a dog. So I almost used a bad word, I'd say, Kathy. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's great. I, well, I promised Kat, promise Kathy I wouldn't use any of the words I learned in the baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I needed company. Yes. And Kathy, Kat, Kathy so we agreed, and so we started looking. We looked and looked and looked and looked. And uh wound up, it was just uh, meant to be. My guardian angel was taking care of me.
0: Mm. Absolutely. And you know, loneliness for all of us, and um, you probably have some listeners out there, it, it's one of the worst things that can happen. Um, it's been cited as the worst thing for any of us, particularly as we get older, and to, to fill that void is so critical. Um, interestingly enough, just a quick comment Next month I'm going to be interviewing a person who's done research on loneliness And she claims that loneliness precipitates falls in the, in the home And that wow. is isn't lonely, that there are many, many fewer falls And so, you know, oh. making that link that you were making for us, Jim Between... Yeah. Having somebody who needs you, and yeah. also then then you need them because they fill the void, and they you're not lonely anymore. That directly leads to your medical well being and health well being. So, um, thank you for filling in those those blanks for our listeners.
2: You're we welcome, Marjorie. Yeah. You just provoked uh, a so thought and a done. question yeah. for Jim, if I may.
0: Contain? Go
2: ahead. Yes. Jim, um just curious what your thoughts on on how you think having Toots there has helped not only your well being but your health in general. Any thoughts about that?
3: Well, you know, I don't think about it but now that you ask me remind me yes, uh, I think that um I have once again I have a purpose in living uh, I'm not just surviving, uh, I I have a reason to get up in the morning and to do things, in this to taking care of So I do a little wood, woodworking as a uh, hobby, and so, uh, between the two things, I I have a purpose, I have something to do, some reason to get up and move around and, and do something, and... Uh, I think probably that contributes to good health. Uh, I, I I do the things I've done all my life. I, I just, you know, by habit, uh, take a groove that I live in and what time I get up, and what I eat, and when I go to bed, and, and uh, all of those things.
2: Well, it's such a pleasure knowing you for so many decades and how you evolved with your lovely wife before she passed on, and your family, and now seeing you, of course, with your three sons and Kathy, but also Toots.
3: Well, I've been very fortunate, John, and you know that, in that um, I've been fortunate to have had a good wife, and I have four wonderful children, all successful, all good uh, uh, Christian citizens, um I've just been I've been blessed my whole life.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're an you're an inspiration, Jim, and uh, you and your whole family, Kathy and Toots. You know, I'm just wondering, um now I've heard Toots bark uh you know, now and again here throughout our conversation. I'm wondering, do you think she's getting a little jealous of your paying more attention to us <laughs> here on the radio today? Um Well She's looking the other way, which would indicate
3: you may be right.
0: <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> so um, you are an inspiration, and, and what what words of wisdom would you give our audience today? Because, well, you know, our audience is filled with caregivers and some of them care partners as well, who, you know, we all experience pain and grief and um in our lives, so what words of wisdom do you have for our audience?
3: Oh, I don't know how to answer it. You got it. That's an individual thing. Pain and grief, but but many people ask me what is your, what is the key to your uh, living this long, and, and I have to say that number one, you you pick your parents because doing that you get the right genes, and I think longevity depends a lot on the, the genes that you were given at birth. And, but, in addition to that um uh um, I think you um you gotta live a life of moderation in you know how much you eat uh what 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 you eat, and that you don't use drugs and you don't uh abuse alcohol you gotta you might have a little bit not a but you just <laughs> <don't>, just <Exactly. laughs> have a little
0: bit. More loud exactly. Than them, but <laughs> right, exactly. But, uh, and you, I agree with you. I like having a little uh, a drink in the evenings, and so that's good. Yeah. So I'd ask Kathy, as the daughter, um, you have to have experienced amazing um, calm and peace and relief at seeing your father so happy and well. What words of advice would you have for people out there in the audience? Who have parents still alive and who are trying to find, uh, you know, a purpose like your father yeah. has found. Well,
1: um, I have learned so much from my dad, and and he was um, saying the things that he he feels are important as you're aging. But one of the things that I have noticed about two of the things, other other than what a great strong character he has. But that he um he has always had a hobby, and since he could he stopped playing golf at eighty five um, you know he has gone into woodworking now, and he has something he and toots go out to the garage together, so he, he's you know when he goes to bed at night he thinks about the different problem solving. Um, things to work the out in uh, the garage. So, you know, he's got an interest. And um, he also, what impresses me is he hasn't really shut down in technology. Just a couple of years ago, he got rid of uh, his Microsoft PC computer and um, uh, started with an Apple. So he had to learn a whole new system uh, in his 90s, which he did. And he has, he and I will text back and forth. Um, he's got an iPad. But my point is he, he has not shut the door to life. He still is embracing all that life has. Um, to me, that's the key,
0: is just stay wide open. Great. Wonderful.
1: Let's Go ahead, Jim.
0: <clears throat> That's me. Thank you,
2: Kathy. Because I already knew that. I Marjorie. From a objective standpoint, uh, I believe I could say this: that uh, uh, watching the love in this family, watching Jim as he was the caregiver for his wife Helen for many years, and, and then the, the dear interactions and love that I have seen uh, when I, I was there is amazing. And then also. When Helen, uh, unfortunately, passed away, uh, the love and how the the children, the rest of the family, surrounded Jim. But, of course, appreciating his grief. And then kind of watching this evolve where Kathy really delved into what Jim was attracted to as far as keeping him vivacious. And, again, uh, that's where the, the dog search came in and then finding toots. So it's an amazing story to watch this evolution and a delight to hear Jim today uh, with his vitality continuing. So thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Jim.
3: Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Dow.
1: Yeah. Thank you. That's right.
0: Well, you know, I I guess a big wish for those of you listening today. are um, If you're facing a situation um, where your loved one, for one reason or another, Needs uh, purpose, um, a higher quality of life, uh, perhaps um, comfort yeah, from chronic pain. Um we challenge really you need to, to look for that thing that will really turn your loved one on? And as we talked about last month,
1: oh, it can be this? such
0: a wide variety of things. I would encourage you to oh. listen to the archive on um, June twenty eighth from our show then, well, I don't like, well, where I we it. described a variety of options, everything from acupuncture to music therapy to gardening to, uh, Kathy mentions today, woodworking. But that whole thing, if you go to bed at night, and maybe it keeps you up a little bit, but at least you're problem solving, I think were the Kathy's words, you're problem solving for the next day, which means you really want to get up the next day, and you really want to... Yeah. Uh, Challenge yourself on something that you're, you're, it is an intense interest for you. I'm sorry, somebody wanted to say something. Was that you, Kathy? No, no,
1: no, I was just agreeing.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll say something, Marjorie, and sure. that is, you know, watching Jim with toots and also his woodworking. But then I even look at the next generation, his daughter, Kathy. And I know Kathy well, and one of her passions and delights and keeps her vivacious mm-hmm. is she loves to paint. And by the way, you're quite an excellent painter, I might add. And I think she, that helps her in her walk one, really? uh, d- and journey at life at oh, her younger age than I'm her dad, sure. of course. Yes.
0: Yeah. and um, She's good. <laughs> She's really good. She really is. I agree, Jim. <laughs> have you painted pictures of toots, Kathy?
1: Yes, I have. I have painted uh, a couple of pictures.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, I will Amazing. look forward to seeing those pictures at some point. And, um, okay. Yeah. So, um, do any of you have any comment? We have just a couple minutes left. Can you believe how quickly the time goes? Um, mm-hmm. would any, does well, anybody have an a, I just, any additional I just, comment?
3: I, Margie, I'd just like to say this. Uh, many people, this is a lady, said nice things about my. Being a caretaker for my wife Helen, I I I want everybody to know I never was a caretaker. I don't feel that I ever was. Uh, I don't, maybe some God-given kind of sense that that came about me, but I, we were just buddies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Door door. Buddies take care of buddies, right, Jim? Okay. Yep.
2: That's
0: right. Yeah. Dr. Glanery.
2: Yeah, I think what you're seeing here is what the specialties of geriatrics and also palliative care try to emphasize is looking for those things within families that have challenges, those things that will keep them vivacious, that will keep them satisfied, that will keep them doing the things that they have a passion about in life. And there we're talking about continuing and focusing in on the quality of life Even with as we age And even if we have chronic Or serious health problems as well
0: Yes It's all about uh, Quality of life as much as we can have Each day of our lives So I want to thank All of you Including To, oh, Well Tuk a bark here well, Oh she's really, like no, she's, really she's not barking At yes. all now she knows it's coming to the close. has gone over to a corner, I bet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I want to thank all of you for coming on the show. What a, a deep and purposeful show you've given us today by sharing your wisdom and your experience. Um, and I wish you all well. I want to remind everyone um, that we do have, a, we'll have an archive of this show within the next 24 hours, most likely. You can find that archive on both My Caregiving Coach and on eCare Diary. Um, Again, thanks to my guests and to my listeners.
1: Thank you. Take
2: care. Bye, Jim.
1: Bye, Kath. Bye, Dutch. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a great
0: day, everybody. Bye. Thank Thank
3: Thank you. Bye, everybody.